This is cliffcentral.com. Rich Mulholland's here. Look at this, Mabs. Hello you, there. Rich. Hello. Well, I missed you. You weren't here last week. Mm, I was sick. Oh, shame, man. Yeah. She oh. was uh, out of both ends. But, but <laughs> don't you, aren't you impressed with these uh, yeah, dream tropineer ideas? And I love the idea of uh, uh, anything you can do to promote uh, people to begin businesses, obviously, is a good thing. <laughs> and they're all going to be employing lots of people soon. So that's also Fingers important crossed. for the economy. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. So tell us on a Monday morning what our wake-up call is. We all need to uh, pay attention. Okay, so this thing, uh, I'm not sure that I have all the answers for. I'm, I'm not sure it's a black and white thing. I know it pisses me off, but uh, I'm totally okay that I could be completely wrong on this. And okay. so it's up for debate. Although, so this is, very, actually, this is going to be controversial, well, is it? No, I don't think I'm completely wrong. I think I'm right. I think everyone else is assholes. Okay, so I write this tweet the other day. I'm trying to – I I use a, a service for music called RDIO. R-D-I-O. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the other day I was writing a tweet uh, complaining about a service I used to use and how they'd locked me in. Uh, it was a service called Deezer, and they'd really made it basically as close to impossible for me to log out. They won't let you change your credit card details without having – they're all locked up, so you can't see which cards you've used. They won't let you uh, – uh, they have a thing that says if you logged in via Facebook, you mm-hmm. need to use a different login to uh, cancel your subscription. But uh, we'll send you a password for that one because you don't have one yet. And they just never send you the password. You hit the send password, and I've checked the email address. Anyway. Long story short, I bitched about it on Twitter, and something happened, and this lady tweeted, uh, both you and I, and she was shocked that I pay for music at all, and the tweet said, surely no one pays for music anymore, except for the artists and studio employees and artists' immediate family. Mm-hmm. And uh, now, I wasn't sure, I sat there looking at this for a while, trying to work out uh, if she was being... Uh, facetious or if she was being i think she's being honest honest, i think there are a lot of people who and by being honest she's also admitting she's being dishonest because a lot of people don't pay for music a lot of people will uh pull stuff off of youtube and they will convert it and they'll just add it to their record library Mm -hmm. a lot of people will go on to uh sites torrent sites and just download music that they want and very few people i think uh feel compelled to pay for music anymore. Or it's movies, only really It's only really books. hardcore fans and the artists themselves and their families and the record companies. So it irritates me. And I also think like sometimes the artists are themselves to blame. Yeah. I was looking at different justifications or different, uh, uh, say, musicians' opinions. And they were very kind of on both sides. The Some of the guys like Dave Grohl, he was saying, oh, you know, it's amazing for the industry. People share music anyway. This is no different to me making a mixtape. And I say if people want to pirate my music, they should. But I think this is very, very easy for a guy that, that, to that's say in, that's a in billionaire. Contra- sure. And that's in contrast to uh, what Metallica did in the 1990s with Napster, right. where they sued the pants off of them and eventually brought them to their knees. Now, in 2003, old Lars came back and he did say – uh, maybe the world has changed slightly and this is the way it's going. I don't think they support it, but I think they've kind of... They realized held... they made a mistake by bringing the lawyers in because the lawyers are the only ones right, who exactly, made money. Right, who, who gain. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think that's actually a, a fundamentally different issue. Mm-hmm. My belief is that the problem is that uh, the incentive for smaller, more failing bands mm. to make it into into uh, the, the big time is difficult. And it's the same with independent films. I, I read... Uh, so what happens? How I do these, uh, these segments is something will piss me off and then I'll 
start looking for things over the week. I'll start making notes and I'll ask yeah. people questions. <laughs> so this one guy I was speaking to sent me uh, an article from uh, Hollywood. And the guy was saying it's a, a producer. And they said what piracy has done is it's forced them to go more with the, the natural box office wins. Yeah. So where before they may be likely to release some independent things and get some uh, movies out there to people. Now they only want to go with the blockbusters they know will get people in there because it's the only way they can guarantee they recoup their cash. Correct. And the same goes for TV series. The same goes for music. The same goes for books. Same goes for everything. Right. So the, the gray area for me is I'm arguing with my staff. We have a, a server on, on where we have TV shows. And so I'm thinking, and at one stage you had music and, and movies on there. And I said, no, mm-hmm. guys, I want these off. Yeah. I, I don't like it. And they were saying, but, but it's not theft. And I said, but of course it's theft. And they said, but it's not theft because it's still there. So I got irritated and I said, okay, no problem. All that animation work you did for me this month, it's all still there. Does that mean I don't have to pay you? No, it's bullshit. So, so how I, I'm struggling to understand how anyone can justify that somebody was paid to create content and you shouldn't pay to use it. Like if you try and logically argue this, you're just an asshole. There's no justifiable position for me. Uh, but I mean, I'm curious because I know people disagree with this. But it, yeah, I, there isn't a, there isn't an easy answer. To Mubs, you want to say something? Well, I mean, what's the solution? I don't know what the solution is, but I can try and answer it. I think it's just a case of, you know, we're we're of the mindset that oh well, if everybody else is doing it, then w- what is the point of trying to you know stand up against it? You know, if Michael Flex gives me a copy of Straight Out of Compton. Mm-hmm. On his USB and I watch it I am just as guilty, right? Yeah Right and, But and now my, the, Then people sit there And they go Ah, oh, but everyone's doing it What's, what's the, what's and, the and, point? And those are the what's same the people What's the point in saying I'm not going to participate in you, it? You cannot be A morally upstanding citizen And complain about Someone being hijacked Or someone being robbed Or someone's TV being stolen Out of their house Or bribery and corruption there, With police Or bribery and corruption With police Or even the president's house and the money he's stolen to build that house. You can't complain about that if you yourself are stealing content, which you should be paying for. Which I yeah. think the majority a, of us a, are doing. On a moral basis, which means that we're all as filthy as each other. <laughs> yes. In which case, it's a free-for-all, there's anarchy, and you should just take whatever you want at gunpoint if you need to. You know what's weird though, right? And there is, and this is where I say the gray area comes in. So let me let me tell you this. So, and let's, let's maybe ask about things. Because I think what's happening is we're trying to find new levels of... Uh, uh, how do we justify things? So what do I justify? So I pay for Netflix and Hulu. Mm-hmm. Now, some could argue that that's illegal because in South Africa, they're not supposed to be here. Mm-hmm. My argument is that that is a, uh, I'm still paying for the full service. That is a legitimate service as yeah. uh, respected by networks and things like this. But it's just a licensing deal between big business. Mm-hmm. Now, in my head, paying for Netflix and, and Hulu, uh, I feel that there is a moral high ground, but technically, or not a moral high ground, but there's a, it, I, I can get by it because I'm still paying for the content as anybody else would be if I was anywhere else in the world. Right. But now other people said, well, this is as bad as piracy. Uh-huh. I, I don't see it that way. And so I understand there's not a black and white specifically in terms of that. And Look, I, I mean, if you disagree or you agree with Rich, give me a call. Let me hear what you think. Um, 0861-555-189. This is an ongoing thing. You know, it used to be guys who sold DVDs on the side of the road, but nobody even does that anymore. Yeah. 
Because you don't need to. You don't need to. And in fact, you absolutely don't need to because you download it. The other thing that I think I'm kind of gray on is I have the full box set on VHS of uh, Back to the Future. <laughs> and the other day we wanted to watch it, so I rather downloaded a, a higher def version, yeah. version. But I actually have bought and paid for the box set. Now, you could argue that... Oh, well, I have box sets of DVDs that are region-coded that right. I can't play on my PlayStation, on exactly. for example. Because it won't let me get it. Now, I've paid for those, and I can't watch the goddamn thing, even though I've paid for it. Now, for me there, you're fully justified to download it and watch it. Like, I think that is... But is everybody their own court? Well, that's the problem, right? So, And the, the problem is, where along the line do you go? Like, do you start saying, hey, the movie that I'm giving you was on Mnet. You pay for Mnet. You could have watched it. Therefore, you shouldn't feel bad taking it. <laughs> That's why I'm saying it's a very, very, very gray area. Mm. To me, though, if you're going to get a blockbuster film or a brand new film and you're downloading it and you're not, and the same thing with music. And I, I, I just think it's – the problem is now if you're downloading music, you're just – I mean, if you're, if you're illegally downloading music, uh, Audio or Simfy or Deezer or any Apple of these music. services, I Apple mean, Music. Ankia says Apple Music. She pays 90 rand a month. She does pay, though, and I've actually subscribed for that too. Haven't downloaded a single song yet. But I know I can, and I know I'm at least covered if I do. But audio, so, so Apple Music, I, I haven't because I'm Android. I haven't used audio, but it's the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you're paying ninety bucks. Mm-hmm. You're getting access to just about every CD you could in possibly want in the world ever. At this point, to say that you're not willing to pay the ninety rand, mm-hmm. you no longer. I can understand when you can argue that only big business was making money and it was unfair mm-hmm. and music is too expensive and blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. It's 90 bucks a month for access to every bit of paid content ever made. You should do it. Yeah. Uh, good morning. Morning, guys. Hey, Sean. Listen, I just want to find out. Um, there's, a, there's a website called MT3 Juices, right? And I've been downloading music from there. Uh, you don't, I mean, they, 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 there's no charge to the music except for your data. They've got a little thing that explains you basically paying through your data. For the the, the um, content that you download, hmm. um, yeah, you check it out. I mean, you can find anything on there. The only problem with it though is that um, you now you get people that'll uh, say that this is I don't know um, a Queen song, and then it's some football in his garage singing hmm. the song, recording it, and putting it up there. Yeah, um, I don't necessarily see. A big problem with it. I mean, you know, if you speak to artists. Um, they'll tell you straight that they don't make their money or CDs no longer. Mm. And even, um, you know, the, the, the money they get from uh, iPhone, what, what's it called, the, the site from iPhone that you... Apple, Apple Music, yeah, iTunes. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's not a, uh, they don't make a, no. a hell of a lot of money off that. The only, so, artist, the only artist in the world last year who sold over a million albums was Taylor Swift. The only artist in the world. What about films, though, Sean? Because so I understand with music is slightly different because you could argue that streaming content is is the same as listening to music on the radio. It's just how you're accessing it. But to me, films are slightly different because people do sell. Film companies do make money out of uh, 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 selling their their content to you at cinemas yeah, or video shops. With, with the films, I, I completely agree with you. Um, you know, with with with, with artists, um, singers, and that sort of thing. They make most of their money through performances, as opposed to an actor. I mean, an actor can't go do, and, uh, do a performance. Mm. Um, they get a one-source fee or a uh, re- repetitive fee from, from the shows they do. 
um, which is aired on TV. So they are completely agree that that's something that uh, I don't agree with if, if you do pirate that and, and download it illegally. So now let me just ask you this one little thing, because I, I understand the artists make money from the shows. And as an entrepreneur, uh, years back, a bunch of entrepreneurs started record companies. And while I understand that uh, maybe they're seen as uh, the devil now, the one question I have is these record companies, they pay for the production. They pay for getting the guys into studio. Marketing, distribution. They pay for all sure. the marketing, all the distribution. And the one thing we're doing is we're saying that they – and that is how we find out about the artists in the first place, for the most part. I'm sure there's a couple of guys who make it big on YouTube and we never hear about it. But for the most part, somewhere, some A&R guy went and found them, traveled around the world, found this person in a nightclub. Then uh, they produced them. They picked them up. They did all of that work. And we're basically saying that they shouldn't be paid. And as an entrepreneur myself, I think, well, for me, 90 bucks a month – if, if that's all that happens and I'm just keeping the system working, then I don't mind. I think we always just see the record companies as only the evil guys. Yeah. But I think they have an important role to play in terms of the mix. Now, again, I'm yeah. totally happy for you to disagree. It was just I'm yeah. bringing it up there. Look, the, the, to me, the record companies and um, and you're saying they're the evil ones. And, and really, if, have, you, have you seen, for instance, off a CD, how much they pay the artist? And then the, 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 the writer of the song still needs to be paid. Yeah. And the amount of sure. it on 10 Rand, it's maybe if you're lucky, the writer will get like 50, 50 cents. Um, a CD. Sean, so Rich is holding up his middle finger to you right now. I think you disagree. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure. Well, really, and the truth is, I don't disagree. Can you see these? You see them? There's two little fingers. Yeah. Cheers, guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That'd be nice to him. Don't you think... But I think he's got a point. Yeah. The, the record companies did... Um, yeah. They did take too much money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were, they were profiteering, and now they're going to pay the price for their lack of And vision. that's why the small little services, the stipends we're paying them out, could be better. Also, also let's remember, if you, if you don't pay for something, you never really value it. So what's going to happen ultimately with all these, this content mm. that, uh, that people are getting for nothing... They're eventually just going to dispose of it, too, for nothing. No one's going to have record collections anymore. They're just going to stream what they want when they want it. I didn't unpack my CD collection in the, in the newest house I moved to. And I bought, I mean, it must have a couple of hundred thousand rand. Like, it was, yeah. music was it's huge a lot for of me. Thing, yeah. uh, and now they're just boxes that Jazz doesn't actually want in the house. But, and I understand, because you never take them out. I've got a whole room of CDs. I don't know what to do with it. yeah. Don't you think it also has to do with the fact that we probably think we're not causing that much damage to begin with? Because you look at the television and movie and music industries, and these are multi-billion dollar industries, and we're probably sitting there going, oh, please, I'm not taking food off, off of anybody's Trust table. Me. Trust me. I mean, suffering. Justin Bieber mm. is still going to tour. He's still going to get endorsement deals. Oh, Bieber's remind, a billionaire. Just you know, remind me about Bieber. i got to play something for you <laughs> no, just now. But the point that I'm yeah. trying to make is we don't think that our theft – has that much of an impact because we look at these industries and they're still worth multi-billion dollars and we're thinking, right. I'm not doing that much damage. But you yeah. could say the same thing. Let's say you walk into uh, Nando's. Nando's is a billion rand business. I actually think it's a billion dollar business, right? But it's owned by a guy that you can go and visit, a really nice guy, about 20 minutes from here. And uh, let's say you walk into Nando's and the person behind the counter turns around and you say, well, I could just take this jar of pay-perry sauce mm. home this instead of paying for it. Yeah. And you could turn around and say, but Nando's is a billion-dollar company, and they're not going to go down. But but mm. to me, the, the argument is is similar. This guy has paid money and created IP and done all of these things to make the sauce, to make you want it. It's the same thing the musicians have done. Anyway, you know, it's, it's so weird. But what I will tell you is I read this thing uh, about Norway 
last night. So in Norway, uh, in five years, the number of people admitting to illegally downloading files online has gone from 80% to just 4%. Uh, the survey also wow. revealed that less than 1% of young people in Norway sold, uh, uh, said illegal downloads were their main source of music. Hmm. And they believe that this is the big difference uh, is because of the distribution services. It is the streaming services. So I think what you'll find is uh, Hollywood films, big blockbuster films, will possibly need to go the same. So you'll buy a blockbuster account, mm-hmm. and that will be your um, – I mean, I guess it's kind of what DSTV does where you can get the blockbusters almost immediately. Or what they're trying to do with Showmax. Yeah, with Showmax. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Uh, the, the only problem for me with Showmax is simply that it's too difficult to get to my TV. Mm-hmm. I use a Roku. I can't use a player. I've got to scream mm-hmm. it from a phone or a laptop. So right. as soon as the, the, the entry is easier, then I'll definitely go that route. Let's go to Clive quickly because I think this is mm-hmm. – now you've stirred up a hornet's nest. Clive, good morning. Yeah, hi, Gareth. Um, I just wanted to make a little point to uh, Rich, if I may. Go ahead. Sure. Um, just that uh, in your example, Rich, of the employee who works for you and creates an animation, and then you say you're not going to pay him because, um, you know, you're going to pirate it off him instead, you're, you're missing, I think, a, a little bit of the point of the whole new model that we find ourselves in these days. If you wanted to equate that particular analysis to uh, the record industry, then what you ought to be doing is every time a new person sees that animation, you should be paying your employee. Because that's what the music industry has relied on for so long. People go into a studio, they do a job of work, put together an album, and then every time somebody listens to it, whilst they're swimming and partying, they get paid for it. And we accepted that all through the period of time when we had no way of replicating it ourselves. But now, the gene is out of the the lamp, because we all have the equipment. The equipment that's needed to play these um, devices are the same pieces of equipment that can copy perfectly them. But you're absolutely, you're absolutely right. Uh, I, I granted, I, I think I was being facetious and I, I hope that that came across. I, I don't think that I was trying to justify it completely that way. Incidentally though, the animators on the films, they, they get a once off fee. They don't get a, a usage fee. Maybe mm-hmm. the talent would get a usage yeah. fee. What I was simply saying is I was trying, and, and you're right. It wasn't a perfect example. I was simply saying that. But then neither was the business model that they founded the right, music business. Right, right, right. right. Uh, to your point. But I was just yeah. saying that, um, Somebody had to make that and get paid for it. And you saying that you're not doing any harm because it still exists, I think is circular. I don't, I don't think that's correct. I don't, I just don't think I explained yeah. it well enough. Because, and here's yeah, the I thing. Think- I think your point is so valid, but we've not found the perfect, uh, we've not found the perfect model yet, but I think we yeah. need to keep looking rather than simply saying, fuck it, let's just steal. Right. Well, I've seen, I've seen one that looks really feasible and it is, uh, at the moment, if you're an artist, you, you will pretty much pay people to download your, your music because it's more important for you to get it out there mm-hmm. than it is for you to try and sell it. Right. Now, if somehow we, a, a funding model was, was put into place that everybody trusted, which was download the music, that's fine. But if you like to give a little bit very easily, very safely, very simply to the artist, then you just press this, you know, credit yeah. button. Yeah, I love and, that. Um, yeah, it would take all the retailers out of this. It would take the record companies out of it. And um, it would mean that you were able to say, wow, that was a great album. I'm, I'm giving you two rounds. Okay, I like it. Thank you, Clive. There we go. There's Clive. Just one other quick thing from mm. you before we uh, let you go. Uh, how did your Heavy Chefs talk go the other night? Oh, that's fine. It went well, they actually asked me to do another one uh, now down in Cape Town for the same topic. Nice. It was, it was, <laughs> it was cool. I was quite nervous because it was on a topic 
the heavy chef thing is about people speaking about stuff that they do. So it was mm-hmm. me speaking about what I've done for the last 18 years. Right. So I thought in other talks I give, if I'm shit, it's okay. But in this one, <laughs> it's, it's my entire life's work. If you don't like what I have to say. Uh, the other thing is uh, it's very challenging distilling uh, content – Something that's got quite a bit of content to it To 30 minutes mm. So that was a bit of a challenge But I really enjoyed it And the one thing about the heavy chef crowds Is they're always super rad Like they're a very very nice audience Anyway so it's cool They asked me to come back I'm doing the same talk again in two weeks in Cape Town I believe Well then if you want to find out more You can go to heavychefs.co.za And uh, maybe if you're in Cape Town You can see Rich That'll be rad Come along Nice uh, Thank you sir uh, Here listen to this quickly This is on the issue of the music business And uh, Justin Bieber Listen <laughs> to him correcting the audience On um, not clapping on the beat this is what a douchebag he is. His his crowd, he's playing an acoustic version of what do you mean? And he tells he stops them and he says, No, you're not clapping on the beat, you idiots. If you're gonna clap, if not, yeah, at least clap on beat. <laughs> Such a Better make up your mind, what do you mean? You're all for protective when I'm leaving. How do you like that? These guys just said, do us. That's the word do us exists for him. We, we, we create these people, hey? We're the ones to blame for worshipping them. Really? So, you know, I'm a fan of those guys in Australia, Hamish and Andy. I've mentioned yeah. them before. They had him on um, a few weeks ago. And he came on, and the whole big joke was he loves table tennis, and they talked him into playing a game against Hamish's dad. Mm-hmm. And you have this uh, 65-year-old man come in who doesn't even know who Justin Bieber is. He kept on getting his name wrong before. And, and they're playing table tennis against each other. And at one stage, um, Hamish's dad queries a rule of something that Justin Bieber was doing. And he actually just started comp- swearing at this guy. You'd not be a fucking asshole, blah, 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 blah. Bieber starts swearing at the old at, man? At the old man's dad. Hmm. And everyone's being polite to the guy, but you can hear in the show subsequent. And I thought... Who does that? How do you not understand the basic sense of respecting your elders? Or I'll tell you how. When you have people saying yes to you all the time and nobody said no to you for a couple of years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just hasn't ever had anyone say no to him. Absolutely. I, this and, guy and stood up to him and it's funny to watch. He was so upset. I think if more kids realized that they aren't going to get their way, we'd have a lot more useful people in the world. <laughs> yeah. Because parents know. negotiate with their kids about everything these days. Hey, little Johnny, do you think maybe it's time for us to go home now? Saturday night, this came up. This could be a whole other topic, negotiating with your kids. And my friend said, you know, I tried to negotiate with them about I said, when when did negotiating my, – my parents' negotiation, if I tried to negotiate – Get in the fucking car, right? <laughs> my mum was a pincher. If I said, but mum, I don't want it, she would reach behind the back seat and she would pinch the inside of the soft skin of my leg. My mum is like four foot, but I crapped myself from her. That was negotiation. Right, Richard, are we speaking about this further? No, mum. You know, it's okay. Anyway, no, I'm scared of my mum. I better go for her. That's go, the guys. only negotiation you'll ever have with your mother. Have a fantastic – Week, right. everybody. Thank you, Rich. Awesome to see you again. There we go, Rich Mahalan. You can catch him again next Monday. <laughs> All right. This is CliffCentral.com.